You're listening to Confidently Beautiful with Sierra, a podcast to help you stay confidently beautiful because we all have confidence inside us. We just need to bring it out and I'm here to show you how. Body image, dreams, parenting style, personality, and more. Here we cover it all. Get ready to stay confidently beautiful. to another episode of Confidently Beautiful with Sierra. I am your host, Sierra, and I'm so happy to have you here listening. Whether you're a first-time listener or a frequent listener, thank you so much for taking time out of your day, and I hope that you can get some good nuggets from today's episode. Today, I wanted to talk about raising your hand. Raising your hand and asking for help can be one of the hardest things. So I was, um, it was funny, I actually wrote the notes, like the outline for this episode. Every time I do an episode, I I keep it pretty uh, unscripted. I like to have it really authentic and real and like I'm actually having a conversation with you. I imagine that I'm just sitting here talking with my closest friends and I like to keep it really natural. But I do have an outline typically that I use to make sure that I'm hitting all the points that I want to and um, especially if I am having a guest on the show then I want to make sure I am getting all of their expertise and all of their knowledge into the whole episode. So I kind of give myself a little outline. But a funny story is I wrote out the outline for this episode in particular. I thought I would call it Raise Your Hand. Um, I know for me, there are a lot of times in my life when I do need to raise my hand and ask for help. And it can sometimes be really, really hard. There have been times when I have just like suffered through something or I have just felt like, well, I'll figure it out. And I've just um, pushed my way through and I then look later or like when I finally did raise my hand and ask for help and I think, oh man, if I had just reached out to this expert or I had just asked somebody for some assistance, like how much easier it would have been, whether it's just like knowledge that I need or if it's actual service, like physical service that I need or like emotional support. I think about that with like my therapy experiences, like if I just pushed through something and I don't ask for help um, then versus the times when I actually like would take the time to go to therapy and I would take the time to learn and I would take the expertise of the therapist and all of that and like how much easier it was to get through certain situations when I did reach out to a professional. So I that is kind of like my thought process of how I wanted to why I wanted to do this episode and it was funny because I did this outline And then I get a text from one of my really good friends. And I feel like right now in this stage of motherhood and the age of like I'm in my 30s and just um, life is just busier. My husband's career is a lot more established. He's busier and kids are keep me busier. I'm pregnant. That keeps me busy. My own business and my own goals is keeping me busy. And I think a lot of my friends are in the same boat. And so I don't talk to this friend as often as I would like to, um, but I was so glad that she reached out because she was like the perfect example. Like she knows that I'm always there for her. Like when we do see each other, like it's great. Like we're, we're, she's one of my best friends and somebody that I have been friends with for a really long time, but it can be hard even to ask your best friend for some help. And she had texted me and she needed some help and Fortunately, I was able to do it. And so I was able to commit and help her. But and then I told her, thank you for asking. And um, she just kind of joked about um, sometimes like things that make her need to be a little bit more of a healthier person and actually ask for help. 
And I thought, how true is that statement? Like, (laughs) we are not necessarily being healthy people if we are not asking for help when we need it. If we're not going to the experts and asking them for their guidance when we need it. And so I have 10 ways that I personally have increased my confidence in raising my hand and asking for help because it can be really, really hard to do, even to your closest friends. And But there's no reason to be suffering in silence. And so I am not an expert at this, but these are 10 things that I personally have done or have found that have helped me in times when I do need to raise my hand and ask for help that have helped to just make things a little bit easier. So this can be anything from mental health, physical health, childhood, caretaking, marriage, house, parenting, like literally anything. And and there's so many ways that we can raise our hand and ask for help. So my very first suggestion is to write your list of your five people. And it doesn't have to be five, but that's just a good number. (laughs) But who are your people that you can go to and you are comfortable asking for help or maybe Maybe you're not totally comfortable, but you're the most comfortable asking for help. So this could be a mom. This could be your spouse. This could be a really, really good friend. Um, Like, who are you the most comfortable asking? And I think it's important to do that now before you are in that, like, crisis mode or in that overwhelm, whatever it is you're feeling when you're needing to ask for help. Because if you can do it when you have a clear mind, then you're going to be able to think more clearly, okay, these are the people that I need to go to to ask for some help or for some knowledge or whatever it is you're looking for. Number two, I like to remember that I'm not the only one. Like that is something for me in particular, like with my house, like I struggle with my house after I have babies. I like, I think probably most moms do, (laughs) but that is like a big thing for me. Like that's the the very last thing that I want to be doing when I have a newborn. I love the newborn stage. And so I just want to like soak in all those baby snuggles and all the things. But then I have my other kids that I want to make sure I'm giving attention to and all of that. And then I have my own personal care that I want to make sure I'm like maintaining and I'm actually taking a shower and I'm doing the things that will help me to feel good. And then I also have um, like the connection with my husband that I want to make sure I'm spending that time. Probably like my biggest love language with my husband is quality time. And so like me spending that like quality time with him is really important. So my housework is not a priority um, a lot of the time um, because I, I have all those other things. But when you when I have like a newborn baby, then it is definitely like that. That's the last thing that I want to be doing. But also at the same time for my mental sanity, I need to have a peaceful environment. So it can be really, really hard for me um, right after I have babies with my house um, because I, I need, I need that. I need the clean space. I need to not have the chaos of the clutter, but I also have all those other needs that are a little bit more important. So it's really hard for me to just shed the embarrassment and just be like, it's okay that my house is a disaster because I'm taking care of the areas that I also need. And um, to ask for help during those times when like, I maybe am embarrassed with how many dishes are in the kitchen sink or how dirty the floors are. I have a lot of tile in my house and (laughs) the tile can get so dirty And um, so just to just shed the embarrassment and remember that I'm not the only one. There's a lot of other people that like maybe their house is the same for whatever reason, for whatever their reasons are. And to like and just be like, it's okay. This is just 
a time in my life. Like it's not going to be like this forever. And I need, I need a little bit of help right now and that's okay. So that's just an example, but just to remember that you're never the only one, whatever it is you're struggling with, you're never the only one who's alone in it. My third tip that is, that can be helpful in asking for help is to practice gratitude. So when I, obviously when somebody helps you, you're extremely grateful. And so to thank them, and I mean, that's, that's kind of common knowledge. (laughs) Like you're going to thank somebody who's helping you, but also to practice the gratitude before you even go and ask for help. For example, when you have a sick child, you can have gratitude that you have resources at your fingertips. There are some of my favorite accounts that I follow on Instagram that can help to give me knowledge and Um, it's, it's almost like I'm raising my hand and asking them for help. Maybe I'm not physically asking them, but I'm like going to their Instagram accounts and I'm getting like Shannon Tripp. She's one that I like, I love Shannon. She's a nurse and she, she posts awesome stuff and she talks a lot about like, well, sick kids and wellness. And so like at raising my hand and asking for help, it could just be me. Like, I mean, she doesn't see me raising my hand and asking for help, but it could be me purchasing one of her courses or just reading a blog post that she has or listening to one of her podcast episodes. And that could be me raising my hand and asking for help. And then if I need more help, then I can be grateful that I had that resource of like Instagram or whatever. But then I can be grateful that I have other resources. Like I have a doctor that I can call and I can just be grateful and appreciative of all of the resources that I have and then take advantage of them. So they're there. Like, I'm going to be, and I'm grateful for them. So why am I not going to take advantage of them? So that is like probably not something that you would think of when you're thinking of raising your hand and asking for help. But having that gratitude mindset before you go in and ask for help, whatever it is that you're asking, um, has been really helpful to me to when I'm asking for help and for knowledge or assistance or whatever it is. The fourth one is to remember that someone might need me more than I need them. There is maybe a friend in your life who is maybe craving some like sort of connection or like feeling like maybe you have helped them a lot in the past and like them, they're feeling like, I just want to do something for this person. And so maybe you asking for some help could actually help them just as much or maybe more than it could be helping you. And the fifth one is to preface it with, please say no if you can't. I, cause I, for me, I hate it when I feel like I'm asking somebody and they're saying yes out of obligation. Um, I So I always like to preface it like you are not the first person I am asking. Like, and, and even if they are, like, it's okay. I have other choices because in reality, we do. We all have other choices. And so I always just like to preface it with please say no if you can't. And then it removes the guilt from me. So that's on them. If they say yes and they like really can't or the whatever, then I have done I mean, I have done my part and I have asked for help and I've been a healthy person that way. But I've also been like, please don't put yourself out if this is not something that you can do. And then I can feel like I am guilt free from asking them for any help. Number six is to allow someone to help when they offer. Sometimes for me, that can be really hard. Um, And there are times this is like a healthy, this is a hard one that you have to have like a good balance because yes, there are some times when like people are asking to help, but maybe it's something that is actually not going to necessarily help you. You can still be so grateful that they are willing to help, but you don't have to feel like you have to allow them to. Um, But then there are times when somebody is offering to help and 
it really would be helpful and you don't need to be like superwoman and just say no it's okay don't worry about it um but just allow them to help you don't need to worry about their they're the ones who are offering so you don't need to worry about like their schedule their their um whatever it is that they have going on in their life like they're offering to help you so allow them to if it, if they're offering to help you with something that you're like actually that's really not going to be helpful maybe you could give them a suggestion i have found that um like sometimes there will somebody will say hey would it be helpful if i did this or can i do this for you and maybe that particular thing wouldn't be helpful but i can think of something else that would and so you can just gratefully and nicely um thank them for being willing to help and say you know what would actually be even more helpful is if you did this or is if you could talk to me about this or teach me about this or whatever it is. Number seven is to say no lovingly to the things that won't help. So that kind of goes along with what I was just talking about. Just kind of pivot. Like if it's if it's actually like more going to be more burdensome for you, um, people have such good intentions. And just to remember that, like we are so grateful that people are willing to help or or want to offer their advice or their expertise, but maybe there are some times when it's not going to help. And so if maybe someone's offering some advice that maybe is actually not super helpful to you or not good for your mental health, then just to thank them, like, thank you so much for caring. And then maybe just to pivot them in a direction that might be a little bit more helpful for you. And um, it's okay to say no lovingly. Like, it's okay. You don't have to feel obligated that you have to say yes. Number eight is to hire help. This is obviously a wonderful blessing um, if you are and when you are able to do this. And even if it's just like a one-time thing, like it's okay like to pay somebody to do something that you are perfectly capable of doing, but maybe you just don't want to or you would rather put your time and your energy and your resources into something else. Like you don't need to feel guilty about hiring help if you're able Number nine is to don't just blindly follow, but to ask questions. So I think like we we can think of this oftentimes with like medical stuff. Like we raise our hands, we ask the doctors, like, please help. I need help with this. But you don't need to just blindly follow all of their advice. You can also do your own research. You can follow your own intuition, um, whether it's like mama intuition, if it's something for your child or if it's something for you. And just to follow your own intuition, to do your own research, and you don't have to just blindly follow the experts. This doesn't have, just have to be medical. This could be anything. This could be, I think we can get really sucked into um, like the social media world. Like even this podcast, for example, like we can get, we can get really sucked into influencers and experts in certain fields like uh, minimalists or um, cleaning accounts or or beauty accounts, or like anything, um, we can, we can get sucked into their, at their expertise, their knowledge, and they're like, you should do this, like, you need this, this will change your life, don't wash your hair every day, take this supplement, or do this type of exercise, like, we're getting thrown so much advice, and so many things, and so we don't need to just, like, blindly follow, like, even if it's somebody that we absolutely love, and that we follow, and that we have done their stuff before, and we've taken their advice before, and that we've really loved it. Don't just blindly follow as you are searching for advice or help with something. Do your own research. Listen to your intuition. Ask questions when you're able. And 
um, you will, this can be a really, really helpful tool in raising your hand and asking for help. Like you can ask for help, but you can also form your own opinions. You can also get your own knowledge and you can also know for yourself what you should be doing in certain situations. And number 10, I've kind of talked on this really already, but just to, to ask an expert. So whether that is like actually physically talking to someone or um, maybe you have a friend who has been through an experience. Like, yes, they could they could be considered an expert in something because they have gone through it. So if you're a first time mom and you are like, is this normal? Like, should I be feeling this way? Like or whatever it is or just I just need somebody to just let me just get the words out and to just somebody who has been there, somebody who's had a miscarriage before, somebody who has um, dealt with like infertility or infidelity from their husband or whatever whatever it is that you're going through that you need help with, ask an expert or somebody who's gone through it. And that can be really helpful in your healing or you're going through the process of a certain trial or a certain experience or raising kids or whatever it is that you are going through. So those are my 10 tips. I hope that that was helpful. But next time you find yourself feeling overwhelmed, stressed, unsure, just feeling like you can't get anything done or you need help with uh, an idea or like how to execute at something. It doesn't even need to be anything negative. Like it could be like, I'm really, really excited to be doing this, but I have absolutely no idea how. Like it's okay to ask somebody, ask somebody to help you, ask for help, raise your hand, don't suffer in silence, don't drag out the process longer than it needs to be when you could get some really, really helpful knowledge or expertise or hands-on assistance. And I hope that this can be helpful in your life, whatever it is that you're doing, motherhood, career, marriage, personal, anything. Have a beautiful day and stay confidently beautiful. And I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Connect with me on Instagram at Confidently Beautiful Podcast and share this episode with someone in your life who could use a little reminder of just how amazing they already are. Stay confidently beautiful.